0: All right, let's get into week 15 of the NFL season. There's a lot of games, a lot of games with a lot of implications. And I want to start with the Colts of the Vikings. The Vikings are four-point favorites. That total is 47.5. And, and the Minnesota Vikings are a team that, as we know, looks really good in 1 o'clock games when Kirk Cousins can go out there and he can sling the football around and give it to Justin Jefferson. But we know that when things get tougher, when things get uh, more into crunch time, when you start talking about prime game games, which is not this – it's a little bit different for the Vikings. That being said, the Vikings are ten and three right now this season, or ten and four rather this season. No, ten and three. Yeah, ten and three. Things just moved around here. There we go. We got it moved. I right, look. I'm just going to be honest with you guys here. Kirk Cousins after a loss in a one o'clock game and that offense against the Colts. They can't seem to move the football. That if Jeff Saturday as their head coach right now, though he is coaching on a Saturday, so I don't know. Maybe that will make a difference. Not sure. Give me the Vikings in this game. The Vikings will come back and rebound from last week because this game doesn't have that much riding on it. They're going to run Jonathan Taylor a ton, by the way. Got some Jonathan Taylor props in this one without question because they're going to try and do that. Vikings defense, not very good. So maybe Michael Pittman goes out there, gets over 66.5 receiving yards. Also have that. But the Vikings will come out and win this, and I think they cover in it as well.
1: Uh, I'm going to start off by saying something nice about the Vikings because my wife told me I've been being very negative. I love so this. I'm going to be positive. I love this about and I'm Minnesota fans, I hate your guts. I hate the stupid Skull Champ, but you love your team there in Minnesota, and you are a very solid fan base. Even if somebody gets injured and you chair that injury, like when uh, Anthony Barr broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone, you disgusting freaks, then you, at least you guys care. I'll say that. These people out here in D.C., the Commanders, They got a shot at the playoffs. Nobody cares. I have not seen one Commander's jersey in four days, you guys. Uh, I will be going against you, Nick, and I will be fading Minnesota the rest of the way. Their secondary is terrible. You look at pro football focus, they're 23rd. That's their coverage grade. 23rd in drop back EPA per play allowed. And then, uh, you know, say what you want about the Colts. I bet them to win the division. PJ told me I was dumb. Everybody told me, you know, Probably not a great bet. I thought Matt Ryan looked all right last year for Atlanta, especially when you consider the fact the offensive line was one of the worst in the league. Their best player was, you know, Patterson, a kick returner, punt returner at the time. Kyle Pitts only had one touchdown on the season. But Jeff Saturday took over, and uh, things have gotten a little bit better. They were 31st in rushing EPA and rushing success rate, even with Jonathan Taylor. It made absolutely no sense. Worst rushing offense. Now they finally give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. They bumped up to 21st and 24th in those categories. Their defense isn't the reason they're terrible. They've been missing Shaq Leonard pretty much the whole season, and they're still ninth in EPA per play allowed. So I think they'll at least be able to contain that Vikings offense. Uh, I like the Colts to keep it close. Plus four. Also, their season's not dead yet. Tennessee's kind of falling apart. Jacksonville's coming alive a little bit. I think there's gonna be some motivation for the Colts, even with Jeff Saturday. And I know it's prime or it's not prime time for Kirk, but it is a standalone game, so all eyeballs on him. <laughs>
2: not no prime time is prime time for Kirk. Like one PM is Kirk yeah. Cousins prime time. You know what I mean? That's where he shines the yeah. most. And he will be under the spotlight, though. It's one of those things where even if you're at a 1 o'clock game, it's it's not because he's playing in the middle of the day. It's because his games are being tucked in with seven other games. So if I had to do anything with this game, I would have to take the Colts. Anything under three uh, or over three, plus three and a half is what it is right now. I'm just not really a huge fan of this game in general. But yeah. Vikings right now, I'll have to be on pace for one of the worst Viking defenses in the history of the yes. franchise. They play soft zone coverage. As long as there's some level of competence in terms of what this offense for the Colts wants to do, figure out a way to get the ball to Jonathan Taylor, figure out a way to just scheme against the team that's allowing, what, 404 yards per game. It shouldn't be hard. Like, this this could be very easily. Yeah. And this sounds gross, guys. Like, this sounds so gross, and I'm not going to play it. But dare I say, play the over, 47 and a half, and I hate Colts overs. I usually would stay all the way away. But the Minnesota Vikings are allowing a ton of points to be put up.
1: They're like a Pac-12 defense Yes, know. they are. And they they're... have a bunch of injuries right now. Yeah, and
2: I don't think that there's a way to fix it. It's not like you can just reshuffle things around. There's injuries, the way that they're scheming. You know, you've gotten a ton of scrutiny. This uh, This coaching staff has gotten a ton of scrutiny in terms of how they've been scheming in mm-hmm. general. It would only be Colts for me, but this is a no play.
1: Now hold on, we are all one family here in PJ. This is his favorite NFL slate yes. of the season, so Go you're ahead, not PJ. sitting over there in the corner. Put your microphone on and give the play. The whole time, Put I know your your you're going against me. Time. He's got his Kirk Cousins Commanders jersey under his fleece right there. <laughs> I do. I uh, I like Minnesota in this game, minus three and a half. Jerk. I think we're just we're just buying low on Minnesota. We saw him Thanksgiving against New England. That was a buy low spot when they were two and a half three. They covered that number, and I think we're getting a buy low number against the Colts. I. I'm not so sure that the bye week was such a good thing for the Colts because now out of your bye week, you kind of reflect and see that Jeff Saturday is your coach. He got up for two games against Dallas and Philly, and now it feels like the season might get away from him. So I think this is almost fade-indy, and I like Minnesota. I think you're getting a discounted price on them.
0: Colts are also 0-3 against the NFC this season, and their team QBR 42.9, ninth lowest in the NFL. So it may be a bad defense, but it's not good quarterback play for the Colts either. So that's part of the problem.
1: I think Matt Ryan's going to have his best game of the season. I think he's going to carve up this Vikings defense. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to run wild against Minnesota. That I agree with. Matt Ryan, and, though,
0: looks like he's 150 years old the way that he's aged.
1: And I, I agree You know, with a lot of what Drew said earlier and what, PJ, what you're saying. And it's obviously help. You know, getting a healthy Derrissaw back is very important. He's one of the better tackles in the NFC. But Delvin Cook has not looked good, especially the last couple Mm -hmm. weeks. He just hasn't really looked himself. I don't know that he loves that offense, which is crazy, because I thought Kevin O'Connell would be the perfect fit, you know, running everything from shotgun 11 personnel, but he doesn't look good right now. So I'll take a shot with the Colts. Good chance I'm wrong. Also, uh, Trista, I know you said you didn't really have a strong interest in this game. I do. Any chance you'd want to swap spots, I'll sit on my couch. You could take my kid to his birthday party tomorrow. I'll give you $100 right now. I
2: 85 a, I have some things I need to take care of. $185. <laughs> I need to take care of some things.
0: I got she's it. has got some errands to she's run. She's got some videotapes to return. So yeah. <laughs> They've been sitting <laughs> around for a long to, time
2: over here. I've got to go to the library and check out some go. books.
1: Oh, whatever. Well, I'll have this game DVR'd, so no
0: spoilers. All right, the Ravens are at the Browns. Browns are three-point favorites in this. A low total, as you'd probably expect, 38 in this. The Ravens have actually had the best run defense in the NFL since they acquired Roquan Smith. A Browns loss would also guarantee them a 14th losing season in the past past 15 years because it's the Browns and this is what's continued to happen. The Browns are also the third worst defense against running backs this season right now. Uh, I like, if I had to pick one side in this, I would probably after all this lean and I can't believe I'm saying this I would lean to Sean Watson and the Browns just because he actually looked capable in the second half of last week's game and he looked awful weak the, you know the, against the Texans he's finding a little bit of a groove right now I didn't bet the side I bet the under 38 in this game but I just like I, I don't know what Tyler Huntley is going like, he's starting but he's how how well is he going to play do you see Anthony Brown commit at all like the quarterback situation for the Ravens is really difficult and when they talk about being a run first team well they don't have all their running weapons Lamar Jackson is the big one J.K. Dobbins yeah, he's back, and I guess he's healthy, but we saw that big run that he had last week. He pulled up. He looked like he was caught from behind. He was limping. It just didn't look right. So I got—I guess I got to lean Cleveland here if I had to pick one, but I took the under 38. Yeah
2: I, mean, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say. I think a lot of the things I'll have to say, Ryan will say anyway, because um, we talked about this game before a few times. Outdoor divisional unders, 29-14 and 1 this season, mm-hmm. covering at 67% of the time. It's not just because it's outdoors and it's going to be cold and, you know, it's a divisional rivalry game. It's because the two quarterbacks aren't really in a situation where I think there's going to be potent offense happening, right? You've got Deshaun Watson trying to get back into a groove. You've got Huntley trying to figure out who he's going to get the ball to because people are banged up. Even Mark Andrews, who's been out there a lot, hasn't been very effective. J.K. Dobbins is still trying to get himself into things. Both, Both can play some defense. I think they're going to try to run the ball a lot with the Browns. I like the Browns in this spot on the money line. Only take the under, though, officially, under 38.
1: Yeah, now that we're at three kind of makes me like Minnesota. I'm sorry, uh, Baltimore a little bit here. It's minus 115, but I played Cleveland early on in the week, two and a half. Like I said, I yeah. mean, it's Deshaun Watson's mm-hmm. first home game. Both of those games were on the road. Now it's three weeks back, so he's probably going to start looking a little, little bit better. Uh, what scares me is I don't know if Cleveland's going to be able to run the ball against that Baltimore front. Like you said, I love the Roquan Smith pickup. Uh, they're tough defensively. I thought we were going to get Anthony Brown when I bet this game. Uh, PJ made a good point about this game that he actually was kind of hoping to see Anthony Brown because then that would force Greg Roman to run the ball against Cleveland. That's the way to beat cleveland that's the way to beat the chargers two worst run defenses in the afc so i bet cleveland i don't feel as good about it uh, now that it's at three but i did like it at two and a half i do think the browns win this game with their season pretty much on the line here
0: all right we've talked a lot about the dolphins at bills bills are seven point favorites in this the total sits at 44 which is going to be a much higher number than the, the temperature for this game where they're talking about 19 degrees the dolphins have lost eight straight games with a kickoff temperature of 40 or below but they did win earlier this year remember In Miami, the first time around, it was the Bills players that were dealing with the heat, and they were struggling with that. So now the temperature and all the weather conditions are going to be a factor in this game because the Dolphins have the horrible record that they have, Tua specifically, obviously, in the way that they played in cold weather and snow, and he likes to let everybody know, hey, I've been to Maryland, and it was cold, and I threw a football there one time, and it snowed one time in you know Alabama. So I I like the bills in this. I like the bills to cover and I probably even take the under in this cuz I think that Dolphins offense is going to struggle.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite bet. I bet the yeah. under on the open and now we're down to 43 and a half and I still like it. And this is this is the primetime game, so if you want to bet the under, maybe wait. Uh I mean, there's going to be weather, so maybe actually just bet it right now. I would now. bet it now. But you think primetime game, these two offenses, you think, you know, Tua going against Josh Allen and all those weapons, Tyreek going against Diggs, there's going to be a lot of points scored. But right now, I mean, both offenses kind of trending in the wrong direction. Buffalo, I don't know if a lot of people know this, Josh Allen isn't even throwing at practice right now. They just want him healthy for the playoffs. He's playing at like 60% right now. They haven't really been able to establish a run game. Maybe this is finally the week they're able to do so against Miami. And Tua, I mean, I just don't trust him against this defense. He's looked really bad the last two weeks. He's been off, which is really weird to see. He's always been really accurate. Um, They've been a little bit beat up on the offensive line. Their defense is terrible. If anything, I would play Miami at seven and a half where it's at right now seven I have nothing as far as the side love the under though and I still like it at 43 and a half here
2: yeah I like the under a lot and you know what's interesting and Drew mentioned this a little bit too is you know it actually opened up at 42 and a half went up to 44 and now down to 43 and a half so it's weird it's actually trended up since the opening which is sort of strange considering that the weather's been yeah really forecasted to be horrendous I don't trust Tua in this weather I don't care what he says I don't care what Mike McDaniel puts on his T-shirt. I do not See, care.
1: that's what I don't trust. Like They can't run the ball right now. And yeah. I thought Mike McDaniel, I thought that was going to be – he was the run game coordinator, obviously, in San Francisco. And the play calling – really since, like, week week six has fell apart. You remember that four-game win streak? But if you go back and you look at the defenses they face, I believe it was an average rating of, like, 26. Now they've stepped up in class. Now they're going against Buffalo's defense. We just talked with Sal the other night. Well,
2: and Buffalo's defense is finally healthy, too. They're getting multiple guys back. Finally
1: getting healthy, yeah. Yeah,
2: you're you're seeing that come around, and you've got, you know, Tua and this Miami Dolphins offense trending down. The running game is non-existent. The trades that they've made for running backs have not worked out effectively. They're not able to get Tyree kill the ball as much as they want to. And now you've got a bad winter condition. Buffalo does this. It's, it's a condition that they know really, really well. My favorite bet of the week this week is under 44.
1: Same. That's my yeah. favorite bet on Saturday. Yeah. That and my Colts, of course, yeah. who I found out today through, the, <laughs> uh, through uh, something. They are actually my most profitable team. My least profitable team, Iowa State football. For the third consecutive year. For
0: the third consecutive year, <laughs> maybe you, maybe just gave you the that's a bad. sign. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the Bills' defense too, Tristan. Remember, Tre'Davious White and Jordan Poirier didn't play in that first game against yeah. the Dolphins. The Bills are nine and zero when Poirier plays, so he is a major, major part of that defense.